Well, howdy there, Internet people. It's Bo again. So today we are going to uh, talk a little bit about Raffensperger and that now very famous phone call in which Trump was asking him to find votes. Um, we're going to kind of go through a little bit of the testimony that came out on the 6th or came from the committee, um, the January 6th committee, and we're going to go through it and then talk about why you're going to see it again. Okay, so he was asked, and in the next paragraph he says, but I mean all this stuff is very dangerous stuff. When you talk about no criminality, I think it's very dangerous for you to say that. I know this is similar to what I asked you about before, but when he says this is dangerous stuff, and I think it's very dangerous for you to say that, meaning no criminality, what message do you think he was trying to send you? He is Trump. Send you is Raffensperger. And Raffensperger said, I guess that pressure, I wouldn't use the word subtle pressure, that there could be consequences. The follow-up question is, in your book on page 194, your observation regarding that same passage that I just read to you, you wrote, observation, I felt then and still believe today that this was a threat. Others obviously thought so too, because some of Trump's more radical followers have responded as if it was their duty to carry out this threat. Do you still believe that today? And he said yes. So you have Raffensperger under oath uh, saying that he felt it was a, a threat of violence. That's big. That's huge for Georgia. That is huge for Georgia. You will see this again. He, he said this in his book. So this testimony isn't really a surprise. But there's a big difference between writing it in a book and testifying to it under oath. The, the investigators in Georgia, they have a clear picture of what he's going to say. This is the person who, who received that call saying that he felt that it was, it was the threat of violence. That's huge. Um, so it's going to come up again. I do want to point out a couple of other things. First is that you have testimony from Hutchinson that suggests the White House Counsel's Office kind of felt the same way about it and was very concerned about this phone call and what would happen if it leaked like it did. Um, and the appearance that it was a pressure campaign, which is definitely how it was received on the other end of the call. Um, so they, they certainly had reason to worry. Um, then there's also this bit, and this is back to Raffensperger. Um, and so when you say people did die, it sounds like you're drawing a connection between something President Trump did or failed to do and what happened on January 6th. Can you explain that? Well, I think that people were spun up to just believing the lies that were told to them and things got out of control. And it's just one of those hinge points in American history. Yeah, that's, that's right. It absolutely was one of those hinge points in American history. Whether or not history repeats itself, 
or rhymes depends on what the Department of Justice does next. Um, now, Georgia is still moving ahead with their investigation, which this information is leads me to believe that we will see action in Georgia um, because I'm certain that they have this as well. Uh, the Secretary of State of Georgia saying that he felt personally threatened yeah, that, that's going to fall under under their statutes, I'm pretty sure. And, and I think a reasonable person would believe that as well, which might be the, the test in that state. Um, with the special counsel, things have become very... Uh, they've become a lot more secretive. There, there's not as much information coming out about what's happening. I don't think people should take that to mean that this is over, because I don't think it is. I'm fairly certain that the passage I just read and very similar testimony will uh, will be featuring pretty prominently over the next year. Anyway, it's just a thought. Y'all have a good day.